Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Hi, I'm Sebastian. Hi, Sebastian. Thank you for taking the time. I I say this a lot in all the podcasts that I do. I, as much as I love to record in person, it's just downright amazing that we can have conversations across two continents. I'm like, this is great. Um, you and I first met um, randomly. <laughs> we were both at an event. Um, and I think, you know, we probably exchanged words here and there during the event. But like the the first real conversation we had was basically at like the after 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 party at like a bar you know people walking having a drink um and we were just like you know chit-chatting and then said well see you later you know which i i like to do that in parkour context to just instead of saying goodbye say to people like see you later because it's a small world and we do get chances to see it to talk again and i i think my curiosity um and your the way that you draw inspiration. So we have conversations before we press record, as people know by now. And you were describing podcasts and your one of your martial arts instructors in particular and books and all these places that you draw inspiration from. And I'm just wondering if you can tell me about what are the kinds of things that you, I'm going to use the word see, but it might be physically experience it might be reading a book it might be here but what are the kinds of things that you see that catch your attention and how do you how do you know when something is going to be interesting enough for you to spend time on it well i think that i know it's interesting enough because uh it's difficult for me to unplug from it kind of like <laughs> saying it that way mm-hmm. um i have a real issue because um for example video games is something that i enjoy a lot but usually they take so much of my time. So when I realize that I'm playing too much video games, even though I don't have the newest console or anything like that, actually, I recently plays in my cell phone and very old games in my, my PC. For example, I was playing again Assassin's Creed 2 because it can run on my PC without producing it at stroke. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> Basically, the other things I do is um, I listen to podcasts and I usually look for subjects and themes that I know that I'm really interested, but that maybe they can get me out of the comfort zone, to call it that way. And I think that a way to find creativity and inspiration is it's quite that, like try to read something, try to see something that is not what you usually see, that is not what you usually do. like make yourself feel, feel uncomfortable and make yourself feel comfortable in the uncomfortable. But usually when something draws my attention is because it's something that it's deeply rooted in me or it's related to one of the things that I, I like. And thanks to those things, I begin to listen to podcasts and get to a new person or a new subject or something new. So it's, it's really interesting. Also, it might be something that I already know, but if it gives me the possibility to to deepen my knowledge in that area, um, I will study it, I will listen to it, I will watch it, I will uh, like look for for more information about it because I feel I, and I think that it's uh, it's gonna help me to understand better something. And also, uh, I believe that if if I'm inspired, I'm able to inspire others because it's going to give me new ideas 
to get people inspired and to get people motivated. Actually, recently this this year, thanks to uh, well, I was working at a, at, a, at a university. I was giving a leadership class, and I ended up giving all the three classes, uh, which were like uh, emotional intelligence, uh, sports coaching, and self knowledge and vocation. And I remember that one of the of the pillars, one of the main themes that I talked in this class, was uh, related to Simon Sinek concept of the golden circle and of uh, his book start with why mm-hmm. and it was really interesting because i asked my students like do you know why you're studying studying this you know why you're here <laughs> like or are you here because there was no other option because it was oh it looks cool and that's it mm. like uh, i think that it's something very basic but that's everything if you don't have solid roots and if you don't have solid bases the rest of it's going to crumble really really easily so that's one of the things for example Simon Sinek I got to, to him I was in a meeting with a friend uh, planning and a structuring a project that we were doing this was early 2020 it was in January last year and I remember that we were talking about something related to a movie that I saw that he told her like, oh, in the movie, one of the characters is, is a coach and he tells his patients and his consultants and even his wife in a scene, like not why you do what you're doing, but uh, more than, is that in Spanish instead of a por qué, like why you do it, is para qué, like what is the useful uh, application or instead of why you're doing it, for what or for why are you doing it? What what's the purpose of it? Or that what you're doing, it's it's really you're using it like a like a um, like a, as an escape or something for another hidden reason. Mm-hmm. So we we're talking about that, and she ended up pulling Simon Sinek's idea of the golden circle and why. And then I went to the pod to the TED talk, his famous TED talk about the golden circle. And that's, for example, what happens to me. I found one thing, then I go and go and go and go. So you you clearly have um, uh, a penchant. You you clearly are drawn to asking questions. Um, and I'm I'm wondering, first of all, do you realize that not everybody does that? Like, not everybody follows their curiosity and asks questions. Or are you aware that that's not super common? <laughs> no, I was not aware of it. <laughs> that's my opinion. I find now I tend to seek out the people who love to ask questions, but I find that too many people don't ask even simple questions like why am I doing what I'm doing? Um, and I, I was going to say, do you do you find that you you intentionally ask other people? So you're basically challenging someone if you say to them, "Well, why are you here taking this class?" Or if you say, "Have you thought about why you're doing what you're doing?" You're you're challenging them. You're like kind of like laying down a, a challenge for them. And I'm wondering, have you thought about do you do that to them on purpose, or is that just like that's just who you are? You just ask questions and don't really think about what that's going to do to that other person. Like, do you deploy questions uh, on purpose? I I think it's a uh... Uh, I think that it's both things. Uh, I remember that when I was in school, late years, in this case, uh, 
for the audience to understand. Here in Colombia, middle school and high school are bachillerato. It's just one whole thing. But according to, to this idea, when I was in high school, like my last two years, I believe that over there it's a eleven junior and, and, and yeah, senior, junior yeah, and senior, like eleven, yeah. twelve, junior and senior. Uh, that is when we started to see uh, philosophy. I remember that I had um, I had a uh, uh, like um, we decided with my friends to make to help us each other. I was really not loving calculus, pre-calculus, algorithms, logarithms, and whatever those things were. I was clear that what I was not going to study an engineering thing, nothing like that. I was pretty sure that I was going. I was going to study either music or psychology. So what we decided to trade was when I had my exams and my things of anything done with numbers and super strange formulas, they were going to help me. And with the essays of philosophy and of a Spanish class, I was the one that was going to help them. So I was really used to reading, to making questions, to develop an idea. I really liked, liked that. And later on, well, it was part of me. And, and that was also something that my master and my teacher has always encouraged me to do, like always ask questions, mm. it never, never take one thing for granted, always like have the ability in your mind to, to question it, to, to not take it for granted or as a truth. And besides that, I studied psychology and my psychologist. So part of my job as a psychologist is ask questions, like to help people find their own way. And I think that way it's very similar to the way I also teach parkour, that it's also, um, it was like an advice and something that I heard uh, when we, when we had the Seb Fukong here in Colombia in 2018, uh, I, I enjoyed so much that week uh, talking to him and uh, making interviews and everything. And one of the things that, that, that he encouraged me a lot and he told me is like, one of the best ways to teach parkour or to teach anything is put challenges, make people questions and make them find their own solutions either physically in the case of parkour or, or movement uh, uh, practices, but also in, in daily life, in their emotional aspect, in their cognitive aspect, uh, in all those aspects also try to, to challenge people for them to find their own way and to find mm. the, the real answers. So I think that I shoot people with questions because um, I know it for by personal experience is not the same when you find the answer for yourself because it empowers you. It makes you feel uh, like if it was a video game, like you leveled up. <laughs> yeah, you, you earned it. You gain experience. Yeah, I like the XP. phrase. I like the phrase "close but wrong," and which is like a driver for. Oh, I f I feel like I see where the solution would be. I'd like if I could just figure out how to one thing then i could find the solution or i could solve the problem or i could figure out a path to get where i want to go physically or mentally and I, I like that it asking people questions like forces them to like self self initiate they have to begin the process on their own and then it just becomes a a positive upward spiral of well once you start asking questions and realize that you can find answers then that's efficacy and then upward you go hopefully from there um, 
question that comes to mind. What's a question I should ask you? <laughs> What's a question you should ask me? Well, I'm gonna. Uh, this was a question that someone, uh, one of also of the of the leaders of Parker here in Colombia, specifically here in Bogota, my city. And I never trained with him before. This was like three years ago. We started training together. And it was for a couple of months. And not so much, not not so many times we we met, but we trained a couple of times. And I remember that he asked me what what is my center and i was like okay this is interesting and i related to i don't know if you've seen a movie that it's in spanish is like uh, the origin of the guardians i think it's it's a movie where there's the easter bunny there's the tooth fairy there's santa claus uh, there's the sandman uh, it's an animated movie and they they fight them. well it's of DreamWorks, uh, and they end up fighting with the Boogeyman. Mm. The, the villain of the movie is the Boogeyman. Uh, and um, the main character is uh, Jack Frost. This was a character I never heard of in my life just until this movie. <laughs> I've heard of the movie. others, I think. And, and there's a scene where Santa Claus, uh, they're in the North Pole, supposedly in Santa Claus, headquarters and is like the headquarters of all these uh, characters that come and bring joy and 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 like the, yeah basically joy to kids either in dreams with the sandman or the tooth fairy or the easter bunny or wherever it is and i remember that there's a point where santa claus asks jack frost what is your center and he takes one of these russian dolls and he opens it and begins to pull out little and little, little Santa Claus. And at the end, Santa Claus says to him, my center, I believe that he says, is, um, is love or something like that is what he, he tells him. And part of the, of the hero's journey inside the movie is for Jack Frost to find his center. What is his center? What is that that drives him? What's that? Yeah. What is that thing that drives him to do what he does? the end of the movie he is the one that finally saves the day and it's very the hero's journey you know, taught in this also showing in the movie and i remember that when this guy asked me that i was having like a n not a struggle but i was having like a change in my way of viewing and approaching parkour that my center uh, i told him in this moment and up to now still uh, I think that parkour is now a concept for me not just a discipline but for me my center is movement movement practices so whatever teach me shows me uh, enables me to to move and to explore myself in other situations it's okay I've actually been not completely away from parkour the last three years but I decided to do CrossFit because I said like, okay, first of all, I know that the only way for my body to gain muscle mass and to, and to, to gain more weight is with weight, with <laughs> heavy weight. things, right? <laughs> yeah, I need to lift heavy things because if not, uh, I'm skinny by nature. So the only way for me to maintain muscle uh, mass and to maintain that, that weight 
is lifting weights. But when I decided to approach again to the gym and begin to start lifting weights again, I said, like, I don't want the traditional gym. Like, this idea of Monday leg, Tuesday chest, Friday, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I was like, that's not real. So every day you use your whole body. You don't wake up and, oh, today is upper body. I'm only going to walk on my hands. Like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so you need to use the whole so I decided to, to give a shot to CrossFit again. I tried it like five, four years ago, uh, maybe more. But this time I decided like to, okay, let's give it a shot. I know it's functional training. I know that it can be uh, overlapped in other situations and other things. And it's been like a really interesting journey to see that uh, it requires patience. It requires uh, persistence. It requires uh, to have your ego on check. Mm-hmm. It requires to know yourself a lot because sometimes you feel like, oh, I can lift heavier today. And uh, something that I have very clear is that if you don't have good technique, uh, the worst thing that can, like, the least worst thing that can happen is not lifting it or lifting it wrong. <laughs> but there comes the worst thing. Yeah. You can have a really bad injury. So, no, thank you. I, I, I've been almost injury-free. I only had one injury and since I started training parkour and all this mm. movement journey. And I think it's because I'm very precautious, but I also that's also like my little sin. I'm so precautious that sometimes I don't take too much risks. So it's like that inner it's struggle. It's a tough balance to find, yeah. Um, yeah. Before we fly away from that topic, have people who are listening, the movie is Rise of the Guardians. You got it right. I mean, and um, you had it right. And it's by DreamWorks. I don't know what year it was published. It's animated. Um, I haven't seen it. Um, but so back to what, what you're saying. Thank you for unpacking. Um, that's like a journey that you were describing about how you realized first without really realizing what you were looking for, then realized you were looking for your center and then kind of went on a journey to find it. And then you see it in a movie as a parallel. And then somebody asks you, it's like how all those things come together. And I think it's really useful for people to hear each of us talk about that. Because sometimes if, if somebody asks you what your center is and you have a clear answer and you give them the answer, then they're just like, wow, how, I would never be able to do that. Like, but for people to hear how you've thought about it and approached it from different directions, I think that's really helpful. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> these, these conversations fly by, but go ahead. No, that's that, uh, like, made me like to begin to, to, to close things up. Interesting that we, in one moment, a few minutes ago, we were talking about Simon Sinek idea of the golden circle. Mm-hmm. And in the center of the circle, it's the why. Yes. And I think that, once again, it's a basic question. It's a question that everybody should do to himself, like, <laughs> every day. <laughs> but if you want to do it every day, at least every month, every semester, every mm-hmm. year, when you do your new year resolution, I think it's too much time. But it's, Everything's connected, like this movie, Rise of the Guardians, and Simon Sinek, they, they teach yes. exactly the same thing. And, and I think that it's important for people to find out what is in their center. I could also pull something else to add to it, but it will make longer conversations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm going to try to make it short. Uh, 
in one of the meditation techniques that I learned and with an organization I've been involved like for 10 years now that it's called Peace Revolution. Uh, they are uh, they are a project, an organization from a Buddhist foundation in Thailand. And they have this project that is called Peace Revolution and their their basic principle and their premise is if we want outer sustainable world peace, we need to have inner peace. And the way to achieve inner peace is through meditation. And one thing that they repeat a lot in all the meditations is take your mind to the center. And they describe the center like this point, two fingers above your navel, some say to Down above, to below. Right. Yeah, the thing is on your navel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they always refer to it and they always tell you, try to keep your mind on the center. Try to, in everyday activity that you do, Try to keep your mind on the center. Try to always be mindful of speaking from the center, training from the center, eating from the center, reading from the center. Like always try to have that consciousness of being at your center. And when you are at your center and in your center and you know your center, I think that life is much more clear. I think that you have a clearer picture of where you want to go mm. and how you want to, well, the how can change, but if you know that direction that's the most important thing i i would definitely agree um again uh, thanks for sharing i i always hate to say it, it's like time flies by but i will just say and of course the final question three words to describe your practice now that we're talking about it and i like the expression you use shooting from the hip <laughs> uh shooting from the hip it would be center Persistency and perseverance. I love perseverance. Did you say persistency, not consistency? I just want to make sure I heard you right. Persistence yeah, as your second word. Cool. I love here. I don't know. There's just so many things, um, so many things that everybody says. Um, cool. Writing frantically. Sebastian, thank you for taking the time. It's a pleasure to get a chance to see you again. Um, I'm sure our paths will cross again in the future. As I like to say, it's a small world. So. so until I see you next time, thank you so much. Thanks to you, Craig, for the invitation. And I'm really honored and I really appreciate to see you again, man.